Hello. Um, so, I am sorry that I haven't recorded an episode in such a long time. If there is an echo, it is because I'm in my bathroom. So, today we're actually going to be taking an extended Pottermore quiz on the site called Wizardmore. Um, I already started the quiz, so, um, <laughs> yeah, we'll just, I'll just finish it up with you guys. And yeah, so let me just click over to that tab real quick. All right, so I've already answered the first question, which is dawn or dusk. I picked dusk. Um, forest or river, I picked river. Moon or stars, I picked stars. Which of the following would you most see people to call you? Ordinary, ignorant, cowardly, or selfish? I, I picked cowardly um, because I know that I'm not not like other girls. Um, I don't consider myself to be ignorant. Um, I think I have a good amount of knowledge on certain things, um, but I wouldn't say that I'm selfish, so I think cowardly. Um, after you've died, what would you like most like people to do when they hear your name? Miss you but smile, ask for more stories about your adventures, think with admiration of your achievements. I don't care what people think of me after I'm dead, it's what they think of me while I'm alive that counts. Um, I definitely think what people think about you after you're dead has has an impact because, you know, if they think that you were a terrible person, then maybe you were a terrible person, but if they think that you did like great things and you made an impact on the world, then, you know, maybe that would matter if that makes any sense um like you know they think of you after you're dead i think has some has some power because you can't just walk into the room and be like hey stop talking bad about me you know you just have to kind of sit there and be like well this is nice um i don't know um maybe this sounds a little narcissistic but maybe they could talk about I'm sorry, hang on. Ah, pardon me. Ask for more stories about my adventures. Um, you know, I think it's nice to have stories, to have these moments, to have people remember you by when when you're dead. And I always I always pick the first option, miss you, but smile. So let's let's mix it up and choose the second option. All right. Um, how would you like to be known in history? The wise, the good, the great, or the bold? Uh, when I was when I was younger, uh, I used to be called Kate the Great, and um, you know, so I could be uh, like Will the Wise from Stranger Things, uh, the Good. I already know that I'm like this is gonna sound, I'm gonna sound narcissistic again, um, a little full of myself, but um, I think I'm I think I'm a good person, so I think it doesn't really matter if anyone else thinks that or knows that as long as I know that. So I think Kate the Great, I think people need to know that's that's who I am. Okay, given the choice, would you rather have a potion that would guarantee you love, glory, wisdom, or power? Um, I don't like the idea of love potions. I don't, because they don't actually make you fall in love. It's just more of a sense of infatuation glory it sounds a little it sounds a little scary wisdom uh that seemed a little i don't know um i don't know maybe power i don't know what kind of power it is and with great power comes great responsibility 
but maybe let's just choose power, you know? Maybe I could have superpowers or I don't know. Um, okay, once every century, the Flutterby, Flutterby bush produces flowers that adapt their scent to attract the unwary. If it lured you, it would smell of a crackling log fire, the sea, fresh parchment, or home. I don't really know what my house smells like. I don't go around sniffing the walls like, ah, yes, house, <laughs> you know? Um, I know a lot of people say that books smell good. Um, but I don't just, like, when I get a new book, I don't just stick my nose in between the pages. Like, yes, this smells magnificent. That sounds like it's supposed to be the Ravenclaw answer. Um, the sea smells very salty. How about a crackling log fire? That seems like the Gryffindor answer. Um, this is basically a BuzzFeed quiz created by J.K. Rowling. That's basically what Pottermore is. Um or the the worsening world test or whatever you want to call them okay four goblets are placed before you which would you choose to drink the foaming frothing silvery liquid that sparkles as though containing ground diamonds what about earth fire water or air diamonds <laughs> wait ground diamonds would be earth diamonds um the smooth thick richly purple drink that gives off a delicious smell of chocolate and plums uh, the golden liquid so bright that it hurts the eye and which makes sunspots dance all around the room. I think, think that one, I think if I were to drink that one, it would burn a hole in my throat. Like, I'm trying to think, like, if, if it hurts your eye and you're going to drink it, then it's like, you know when you drink something, right? <laughs> If you pick up the cup and you take a sip, isn't it gonna like blind you? Wouldn't you have to like close your eyes? It just sounds like it would hurt your throat and you just be like, ah, you know, if you're just burning up, I don't really know. It just sounds like it wouldn't taste very good. Or the mysterious black liquid that gleams like ink and gives off fumes that make you see strange visions. Well, I'm not Dua Lipa. I'm not all for hallucinating. <laughs> and some people are probably like, no, it's levitating. She, I, she has a song that's like hallucinate i think it's called hallucinate uh so that's a good song if you haven't heard it you should check it out um i don't know how i feel about the chocolate and plum one so i'm just gonna go with yield faithful the one that i think i always pick which is the first one the knockoff starbucks latte foaming silvery liquid thingy I hope it doesn't make me froth at the mouth. I don't know, it just seems like it would. What kind of instrument pleases your ear? The violin, the trumpet, the piano, or the drum? Uh, the piano, I always pick the piano, but I think pianos just have this really nice sound. The other, the other one would be the violin, I think would be my second choice. You enter an enchanted garden, what would you most be curious to examine first? The silver-leafed tree bearing golden apples, the fat red toadstools that appear to be talking to each other, the bubbling pool in the depths of which something luminous is swirling, or the statue of an old wizard with a strangely twinkling eye. Huh. So I don't think the tree would, I don't think. And that seems like a Slytherin answer to me. Um, not that I have anything against Slytherin. I just think that's, I just am not interested in this tree the toadstools that okay first of all i would love to hear what they're talking about and maybe like be like hey you know like what what issue we're tackling today you know 
oh, you, you think she has better spots than you do? Oh, you think that she's more, he's more of a fun guy? Yeah, well, we can't all be, we can't all be party people. We can't all, we can't please everyone, you know? Um, I think they just need to have their own little conversation. Like, I think it'd be very interesting. I think that's definitely a contender. Um, the pool. Well, can I, am I just going to look at the pool? I think I would want to, like, pop the bubbles or at least see what this luminous swirling thing is. Can I, like, touch it? Or would I, would I hurt myself if I just grabbed it? Is it, like, um... In the sixth book, The Half-Blood Prince, you know, we have to drink all of it so you can get the locket, like all the liquid out, um, so you can get the lo- the um, Slytherin's locket out. I mean, I don't know. I'm not just going to stand around watching a pool. Um, and if the wizard could talk and give me some, like, advice, I think that would be smashing. <laughs> Spectacular. I think that'd be fantastic. If you could impart some of his statue wizardness wisdom upon me, um, you know, maybe if the toadstools tell me to buzz off, I'll go talk to the elf. If the wizard can be like, "Hey, don't be mean to Kate. She's my new friend." I'm like, "Thanks, wizard dude." Uh, four boxes are placed before you. Which would you try to open? A small tortoiseshell box embellished with gold and say, which some small creature seems to be speaking. I don't know what this creature is. I, you know, who knows? And what if it tries to bite my face off? I don't, I don't know. The gleaming jet black box, the silver lock and key marked with a mysterious rune that you know to be the mark of Merlin. And then the ghost of Merlin just pops on and he's like, hey, 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 hey. I heard that Merlin, he was in Slytherin, but I heard that he um, wanted like equal rights for like wizards and like muggles or he, he was a good dude. So maybe whatever stuff is in that box couldn't be entirely bad if he's not a, a bad person. Or maybe I'll find Merlin's pants in there, you know, who knows, or Merlin's beard. <laughs> the ornate golden casket standing on clawed feet whose inscription warns that both secret and knowledge bearable temptation lie within well that sounds like a villain origin story in the making and i don't know what is this secret knowledge and this unbearable temptation i i'm gonna i'm not gonna be like adam i'm not gonna go to the tree and be like ooh, let me eat that apple i'm not uh, I don't think that's a good idea. Okay, the small pewter box, unassuming and plain, with a scratch message upon it that reads, I open only for the worthy. Well, I'm not Thor Odinson, so I'm most likely not worthy, and I'm not going to spend my time trying to open the box. So let's see what Merlin, what Merlin wants. <laughs> I don't know. I'll just pick that one. A troll has gone berserk. <laughs> Just the choice of words, berserk. I want to like just shake the hand of whoever chose berserk. I think that's a very magical word. And the headmaster study at Hogwarts, but to smash, crush, and tear several irreplaceable items and treasures. Which order would you rescue these objects from the Trolls Club if you could? First, a nearly perfected cure. Nearly perfected? How can it be nearly perfected? Uh, for Jack and Pox. Then student records going back a thousand years found the mysterious handwritten book full of strange runes. And then the rest are just the same thing, but in different orders. So I think it's if it's a nearly perfected 
nearly perfected, <laughs> nearly perfected cure for dragon pox. Then, well, there's already a cure for dragon pox. Um, but if it's nearly perfected, then you can see some of the medicinal properties from that to like contribute to other medicines. Like maybe you could help us solve the magical coronavirus. Um, so I think that would be important. But a thousand years student yet records records <laughs> student records dating back a thousand years that sounds that sounds really important like that sounds like something that took forever and you can bet that it's written on like a crap ton pieces of parchment and that sounds pretty irreplaceable to me and this handbook written book of full of strange runes it's also handwritten and someone probably put a lot of time into this book full of strange runes but we don't even know how important it is so i think uh we should save the student records because those are probably important then we should save the dragon pox cure um and then the book of strange runes because i who even knows what those strange runes are i'm not trying to conjure the dead or anything so okay which of the following do you most find most difficult to deal with hunger cold loneliness boredom or being ignored i think being ignored is something i've i've learned to deal with i think it's just a thing that happens it's annoying and it's very rude and i don't appreciate it at all um but i think i've I think I've learned I'm learning to deal with being ignored. Um hunger for me when I'm hungry I I don't know. I feel like I don't want to sound insensitive. So I don't know. I just <laughs> suck it up and deal with it or go eat something like I don't know. I don't want to seem insensitive. Um cuz some people don't have food and I just ugh. Okay, cold. Put some put <sighs> Put some clothes on. Just put on a sweater if you have one. Loneliness. Um, well, it depends on where you are. Like, if you're lonely, then maybe you should go find someone to socialize with. Or if you have your phone nearby, like, text someone or call someone. I don't know. Boredom. Boredom is definitely a tough thing. So we're going to pick boredom. I hate being bored. Um, would you rather be envied? Absolutely not. You know, at what would, you know, like, I'm about to sound really humble, so strap in. Uh, why would you want to envy me? What do I, <laughs> what do I have that you don't? I don't, I don't know, intimidated? I don't think so, because if someone's intimidated by you, you're not going to be very approachable to them. So, trusted. I, I definitely want to be trusted. Uh, praised? Um, I do like, um you know getting a sense of affirmation you know would knowing that people are proud of me and that i have you know it gives me sort of a sense of achievement and the other two are liked or feared i know that people like me and i don't want people to be afraid of me i want people to be afraid of how much they love me um uh how about trusted i think trust is a very important thing okay if you could have any power which would you choose the power to read minds okay well if you've seen fantastic beasts Crimes of Grindelwald, so it's the second one. Fantastic Beasts 2. Um, 
there's a scene where Queenie Goldstein, she's just sitting in the road or like on the street and she's crying and she's legilimens so she can like read other people's thoughts and there's just all these people's thoughts and she can hear all of them and it's very overwhelming and I hate being overwhelmed and I think it'd be better if I didn't know what people were thinking. Power of Invisibility. I mean, yes. Um, the power of superhuman strength, I don't need that. I don't want to speak to animals. <laughs> I mean, some people are like, well, why wouldn't she want to speak to animals? Because I'm not a huge animal person. Uh, the power to change the past. I think the power to change the past is a very dangerous power to have. It's basically having a time turner. Um, I just think if you try to mess with the past, it just is going to end up terribly for you. And, you, you know, the TVA is going to chase you down. And maybe you'll get to meet Loki, though. So that's a perk. Sorry, that's the toilet seat. I'm currently sitting on the toilet. I'm not using the bathroom, though. I'm just... The toilet seat is down and I'm sitting on the toilet seat. Um, uh, so I think it's just best to like accept any past mistakes that you have made and just sort of move on with your life and learn from said mistakes. And then the power to change your appearance will, that's basically being, what is Tonx? She, Tonx is a, hang on, it'll come to me. She's a, Oh gosh, I'm usually really good at remembering these types of things. Um, Tonks, shoot, I'm gonna have to look this up. Tonks is a metamorphosis. Let's look it up just to be sure. Um, let's see. Let's see what what is what is Tonks? Uh, oops, I spelled it wrong. Oops. What is Tonks? Nymphadora Tonks. Oh, she is a metamorphagus. Uh, yeah. Okay, she's a metamorphagus. I was right. Okay. Um. So that's basically just being a metamorphagus. And I think for me, I need to just be able to look at myself in the mirror and be proud of whatever I look like and just remember that it doesn't it doesn't matter you know so I think the power of invisibility there's so much you could do with that um what are you most looking forward to learning at Hogwarts apparition and disapparition being able to materialize and dematerialize at will transfiguration turning one object into another flying on a broomstick I'm afraid of heights so no hexes and jinxes um that sounds more dark artsy, and I'm not really into that kind of stuff. Uh, all about magical creatures and how to befriend slash care for them. Again, I'm not a huge animal person, so probably not. Secrets about the castle. Mm, I'm good. Or every area of magic I can. I think it's good to not just be an expert in one thing, but rather be a jack of all trades, you know? So not just be an expert in, in one thing, you know? Like jack of all trades master of none or whatever like i forgot how the full how the full thing goes hang on let me let me look it up um uh hang on yeah it's jack of all trades master of none is a figure of speech used in reference to a person who has dabbled in many skills rather than getting expertise by focusing all one uh hang on, what's the full what's the full phrase 
actual quote, okay? It's, the complete saying was originally, a jack of all trades is a master of none, but oftentimes better than a master of one. Formally intended as a compliment, the phrase means that a person is a generalist rather than a specialist, versatile, and adept adept at many things. Okay, so yeah, I think it's better to be like a jack of all trades and have like um, solid pieces of knowledge in every area rather than just one. So yeah, every area of magic. Okay, which of flying would you mo- oh, most like to study? Centaurs, goblins, merpeople, ghosts, vampires, wolves, trolls. No interest in vampires. Um, uh, centaurs, uh, I don't really think that they want to be studied. I think we should just leave them alone. Goblins aren't very interesting. Ghosts, I mean, death is a very morbid thing, and I just think that you would get depressed trying to learn about ghosts. Werewolves, not super intrigued by those, and trolls are just ugly and stupid. people they're like a whole different species, like all these are different species, but like people are like these underwater creatures, and they like swim in like the Black Lake, or I think those are people. I think they're people. I might, I'm not gonna look it up. I think they're people. They're, um not like your typical mermaids like all like pretty they're kind of ugly hang on let me let me look it up i'm sorry i'm going off on a lot of tangents here but i just want to make sure that i'm right okay (sighs) whether okay there we go um Ah, shoot, okay. Okay, it is home to a giant squid, Grindylows, and a colony of merpeople. The lake was um, also used as the site of the second task of the Triwizard Tournament. The southern common room is beneath the lake, accessed through an entrance in the school dungeons. The chamber of secrets is also thought to be beneath the lake. So there are merpeople in the Black Lake. So I think also they're right there. And so you could, I don't know, they're not very nice though. So let's just say merpeople. Um, (laughs) they're not very nice, but I do want to learn about them. You know, that could be interesting. You and two friends need to cross a bridge guarded by a river troll. The river? The river. <laughs> he insists on fighting one of you before he will let all of you pass. Um, do any of you guys remember the book about the grouchy ladybug? Uh, I forgot who wrote it, but I think he's he's dead now. He, uh, it's the grouchy ladybug, and the grouchy ladybug is like going around like, Hey, you wanna... You want to fight you want to catch these hands you know to all these different creatures and then they're like sure they're like i don't know and they're like never mind like the ladybug like chickens out and just dips or whatever um i was written by eric carl i think so if you haven't checked that out maybe you should um okay so i feel like the the troll is basically just the grouchy ladybug um so attempt to confuse the troll into letting all three of you pass that fighting well trolls are very stupid there goes the toilet seat again um okay um they're very stupid so i definitely think that you could very easily trick them uh so just drawing lots to decide which you will fight just one of you was just like battling this troll while the others are just like twirling their thumbs so just like so how how is how was your day oh that troll just broke fred's nose that's nice 
should we do anything? No, he he volunteered as tribute, so we should just let him handle this. <laughs> or suggest that all three of you should fight without telling the troll or volunteer to fight. I think of myself as a selfless person, but I would not volunteer to fight. So I think we could confuse the troll because trolls are just stupid. Okay, so one of your housemates has cheated in a Hogwarts exam by using a self-spelling quill. Gasp. Well, let me spell it out for you, buddy, and you don't need that little quill of yours. I'm about to beat the heckity hookity hackity out of you. Now he's come to top of the- Now they've come top of the class in charms, beating you into second place. Professor Footlook is suspicious. Don't be suspicious of what had happened. He draws you to one side after his lesson and asks you, Are you lost, baby girl? <laughs> I would like to ask you about your car's extended warranty. <laughs> he pulls you aside and asks you about your car's extended warranty. Um, now he's asking, you know, did your classmate use a forbidden quill because you're like smarter than Hermione Granger? And Hermione's like, I heard that, you meanies, I'm the smartest person ever. So what do I do? Lie and say you don't know. I, I do know. Why would I lie? But hope that someone else tells Professor Flitwick the truth. Coward. Tell Professor Flitwick that he ought to ask your classmate and resolve to tell your classmate that he doesn't tell the truth. You will. Or tell Professor Flitwick the truth. If your classmate is prepared to win by cheating, he deserves to be found out. Also, you're both in the same house. Any points you lose will be regained by you for coming first in his place. Or you would not wait to be asked to tell Professor Flitwick the truth. If you knew that somebody was using a forbidden quill, you would tell the teacher before the exam started. Well, if you waited till after to tell him, then you'd have to retake the exam and nobody wants to do that and everyone's going to hate you. Um, so let's just tell him ahead of time, you know? Um, a muggle confronts you and says that you that they are sure you are a witch or wizard. What do you do? Um, do you ask what makes them think so, agree, and ask if they'd like a free sample of a jinx? It's a little too ballsy for me. Um, agree and walk away, leave them to wonder if you're <laughs> bluffing. It's like, hey, are you a, are you a witch? She's just like, um, yes. I am. Walk away, yay, yay. Tell them that you are worried about their mental health and offer to call a doctor. Sounds a little mean. Uh, I want to ask them what Nixon thinks so. What did I do to give it away? You know, I don't know. Which nightmare would frighten you most? Standing on top of something very high and realizing something that there are no hand or footholds nor any barrier to stop you falling. Yes. <laughs> the other ones are an eye at the keyhole of a, the dark windowless room, which were locked. It's a little scary, but I'll just look at the wall instead. Uh, waking up in the morning, thinking about so many things. Waking up to find that neither your friends nor your family have any idea who you are. That actually sounds really scary. Or being forced to speak in such a silly voice that hardly anyone can understand you and everyone laughs at you. Sheesh. Um, uh, I'm afraid of heights. Like, it's bad. Um, but waking up in the morning, thinking about to find that neither your friends nor your family have any idea who you are. It's like they use amnesia dust from the Tooth Fairy. Um, I don't know. That sounds that sounds scary. Or like. The silly voice one that also sounds scary. Not like scary, but just like something I wouldn't want to happen to me. Like, I don't think that my family not knowing who I am um, 
like that does sound terrifying amongst other things being for i don't think i'd be scared of being i think i'd be more humiliated does that fall into the category of being frightened i think being frightened is being scared i don't know if that scares me but that does sound like it'd be very embarrassing and i'm not up for that waking up to find that mm, that's scary but i also don't like heights what would i do if my friends and family just forgot who i was i'd be like I don't know what I would do. That actually sounds really scary. What do you do in that situation? Like, if you're if you're falling, and there's like you just be like, oh, I've been falling for thirty minutes. Um, I don't know. That they both sound kind of scary. Um, they both sound really scary. You know, but it's like you're staying on top of something very high. Can't you just? leave or are you stuck there i think i'm gonna pick the the waking up one which road tempts you most the wide sunny grassy lane the narrow dark lantern lit alley where you will most likely get mugged and or killed the twisting leaf strewn path through the woods into the woods or the cobbled street lined with ancient buildings <laughs> no blanks um the wide sunny grassy lane i've seen the pictures for each of these the wide sunny grassy lane the picture looks very dull and boring the lantern alley looks very ominous but it's kind of pretty but i think certain death is awaiting me there let's just go on the sunny grassy lane where death is not as imminent as the other places Late at night, waking, walking alone down the street, you hear a peculiar cry that you believe to have a magical source. <laughs> Proceed with caution, keeping one hand on your concealed wand. And <laughs> sorry for those of you who didn't hear the questions. Late at night, walking alone down the street, you hear a peculiar cry that you believe to have a magical source. Do you proceed with caution, keeping one hand on your concealed wand and an eye out for any disturbance that sounds like something i would want to do draw your wand and try to discover the source of the noise um i think drawing your wand immediately is a bit you know jump into conclusions but we're not going to do that um uh draw your wand and stand your ground are you just gonna stand there and wait for someone to come to you doesn't sound like a good idea to me or withdrawn to the shadows to wait developments while mentally reviewing the most appropriate defensive and offensive spells should trouble occur that sounds like the smartest thing to do but i don't think that's what i would do i'd just be like well i don't remember anything that i learned at hogwarts so let's just try not to die okay if you were attending hogwarts which pet would you choose to take with you so you can either take a cat an owl or a toad and i'm definitely not taking a toad so either a cat or owl think if you had an owl of your own you wouldn't have to borrow one from the owlery every time i have to remember what the owl looks like when it comes i don't know i don't do i want an owl though i think it'd be kind of annoying if it's just squawking in your bedroom in the middle of the night and you're just like are you serious let's get a cat let's see what kind of cats we can get tabby cat smelly cat i'm just kidding <laughs> siamese cat ginger cat black cat white cat pick a nice little gingy cat a little oh my goodness black or white i'm just gonna pick that one uh the second option okay heads or tails tails left or right left finally results okay so it gives you percentages oh shoot 
Oh, gosh. Okay, so I got 22% Gryffindor, 19% Ravenclaw, 29% Slytherin, and 30% Hufflepuff. Guys, I'm a Hufflepuff. And close behind is Slytherin. I know Hufflepuff's my favorite house, but I was really holding out for Ravenclaw. And I think if I asked the Sorting Hat to put me in Ravenclaw, it would probably, it would be like, well, you would be a great Hufflepuff. I'm like, no, if Harry gets what he wants, I get what I want. That's, that's how it works. Put me in the smart house, please. Smart house in the high tower, smart house. We also have the best view, smart house. We have a statue of our founder, Smart House. You have to answer a riddle to get inside. We have more books than the freaking library, Smart House. We have Luna Lovegood, Smart House. Sybil Trelawney, Professor Quirrell, and Gilderoy Lockhart, and other people like Terry Boot and Roger Davies. Smart House. Our colors are bronze and blue. We have an eagle because we soar super high. Okay, you know what? I don't care what this test tells me. They say, they say, I'm a Hufflepuff, but I'm gonna identify as a Ravenclaw today and every day for the rest of my life. So we're completely disregarding everything that this quiz told me, which makes this pointless, but I hope you had fun. Also, I saw that there's this little feature, this fun little feature where you can ask questions um so i may or may not put the link in my podcast bio thinking i probably won't because i don't want just random strangers asking me questions like you know like i think that's like the whole point like you're obviously not going to know the people listening but it's said that there's people from other countries who listen to this podcast and i don't think that's safe so i don't even know why i mentioned that i hope you have a lovely day uh bye (laughs)